No, it's because I really true. do dress for me. I think that's something that I've always done, um, and I think that for me, it it's kind of. Um, I don't know. It's just very personal. So I I dress so I can feel good, and I like the way that I feel when I go out. Um, the worst thing is when I forget something. Like if I forget a bracelet or I forget a particular. I do you feel naked. I oh, hate that it's too. terrible, and I feel I like the whole too. world can see me naked. Me too. If I forget, yeah. like even like an ear cuff, I'm like, oh no no yeah, no no, yeah, my yeah. day is ruined yeah, now. Yeah. And nobody yeah. knows a thing, but because I dress so personally conscious, I'm I'm so aware. Like the whole day, I dress. <laughs> To show off these gams and that's it. <laughs> I Do you go back legs. home if you guys forget something? Oh yes, I do. Oh, I do. I, I yeah. it depends because since I live in Jersey and usually I'm coming to the city, it's, oh, well, that's it's not that easy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah I just oh, I go right back up. home. I forget. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. Or else my day feels like I ruined it. Right. So yeah. maybe this was why you were late to the podcast today. Just kidding. Welcome to Rough Cut. I'm Katie Jones. <laughs> I'm JB Jones. I'm Alan Seamich, and this is a podcast where we come for our guests oh. <laughs> as we, as we no. start recording. No. no. So excited today. And, you know, it's funny. When we started this podcast, I was like, I won't ever say we're is excited. Is this a podcast? To have, yes, welcome. Oh. Um, okay. Today's guest, Elliot Carlisle, one of my favorite people. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Welcome, darling. <laughs> Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you, too. This is an amazing this time. This is going to be great. So I'm excited. Me, too, because we all know each other yeah. pretty well for mm. a while now. Yeah, so for some time. I think you win <laughs> Best Dressed Guest Award so far. You look amazing. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, great. I would agree. You're this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's worry. what I said about when I got my nose done. Oh, this old thing. Oh. <laughs> well, it looks fabulous. Don't worry, we'll yeah. post a picture of both Elliot's style and Alon's nose on, <laughs> on the Insta. Oh, please don't. So check out. Post really? his style, not my nose. I really appreciate that because I didn't really dress today. I just threw something on so that I could put You're, something Okay, on. well, that's because intimidating. tomorrow's the awards, and so I just... I oh, you out. have to come, correct. Oh, I'm coming, correct. Oh, yes, you yeah. are. Yeah. Oh, well, in the first episode of our podcast, which by this point aired some time ago, we do talk about how you come dressed really? for the occasion. Oh, yes. In another podcast? Well, oh, yeah, no, on this show that you didn't listen to. Oh, I mean another episode. <laughs> right. I no. didn't listen to Girl. it, but I'm going to listen to it because I have many occasions to listen to it over okay. the next couple of days. Yes, you do. And I'm going to add this to my schedule oh, so yes, that you, you will. will not reprimand me the next time that I see you. And I'm going to give you quotes. I'm going to take uh, notes. I want I want quotes text messaged to yes. me that and are pictures. like, oh, he, I'm going to send is, you screenshots. this is what I was doing listening okay. to it. You're going to get Thank you. So, Elliot, <laughs> so this is what Elliot does. I love this is a quote that I stole from him, but I think it just personally is a great sort of all around thing about Elliot. He empowers people to turn up the volume in life and business. Ooh. I mean, that's amazing. And wow. that's what we're going to talk about today, guys yes. why it's important, important to amplify your voice, your message, yourself when it comes to work, but also in your life. This is a great message overall. Yeah. So let's start with just like the basics. Elliot does a million things. <laughs> I normally introduce people, but not today, guys, because it's so long. It's so long. His bio is 
fascinating. If you haven't read it yet, mm. go read please, it. Oh, I'm very glad. Google Elliot Carlyle. Well, we'll definitely to. have a link to Elliot's website and information mm-hmm. where you can get oh, a hold yeah. of him to his Instagram, etc., oh, yeah. etc. Et yes. All of that will be linked below in the podcast description. I'm very grateful yeah. to you guys because I don't like listening to it. <laughs> so, what do you tell us? All the things you tell do us. just to like lay the foundation for the listeners. Tell well, us. I'll tell you how I started. So, I okay. started in events and PR, and then I had my own boutique PR firm called Visual Renaissance Experience Seven at the time. It was better yeah. known as VRE7.com. Um, and then this was in the MySpace days. And then from there, love that, I love that, love that name. Yeah, it was so an amazing. Thank you. It was really an amazing time, and I I think that uh, it still would have been around today. But we had no plan or strategy for growth. I didn't think it would even be what it was going to be. I didn't have the faith at the time to be How honest. How long did you just, have it? We had it for about seven years. Wow, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and it was really really an awesome thing. And to build it during the time of the social media revolution when you know mm. yes. Twitter and all of that was yeah, Facebook yeah, yeah. had opened up um, to more people just outside of universities and colleges. Um, so doing that, we really saw an opportunity to hone in on what social media gave us access mm. to the world, you know, at your fingertips. And so that's how we built the brand and built our audience. And it went really well. But then it outgrew both myself and my business partner at the time, KJ Anderson. And then I decided to go back to school because I had not had a degree because I didn't finish my degree. I dropped out of a full music scholarship to pursue a, a career in fashion. Wow. And yeah, so it, it was interesting. And then in 2012, I, I went to the Art Institute of Charleston and I just went there just to be a student. I had no plan to be like involved in anything. I just was going to school. But of course, being me, I did get involved in the fashion scene there and started working with Fashion Week and um, really built my PR business there as well and continued consulting in PR. And then after I graduated, I then started consulting. Um, and I've always been a speaker and doing those things. And I have a background in ministry. So people know me from that. And oh, yes. I <laughs> thank you. Oh, every time you and I have done an IG live together, which we've done yeah. several talking about myriad of topics. Yeah. Uh, it's like listening to a sermon. Oh, I feel But that. I mean that in the best way that. possible. I yes. feel that. Mm-hmm. But that's our vibration of exchange. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, then, you know, just kept consulting. But I had no plan after graduation. I really thought that you get this piece of paper and then the world opens up and everybody's like, oh, we want you here. We want you there. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to mm-hmm. spend hours going through offers. And none of that happened. And so I realized, <laughs> yeah. but Elliot, you've always created your own path. And so what can you create for yourself? Mm-hmm. That also serves others because I do believe that if what you are doing is only about you, then it will never exist outside of you or beyond you. And so that's servant leadership has always been kind of a theme throughout everything mm-hmm. that I've done. Mm-hmm. And uh, just in consulting, then Fern Malice reached out to me and asked me to come to New York. So and something work with did, her. big did come your well, way. Well, something big. Yeah. And, and that became yeah. that came from building relationships. That yeah. is so key. Um, you know, and I worked with Fern for five years in Charleston before I ever came, you know, to oh, New York. Okay. So okay. we already had a relationship so that it was easy for her to reach out to me and ask and mm-hmm. I and I did. And so I worked with her until twenty twenty, um, produced her fashion I series at the 92nd Street Y and amazing. handled all things for yeah. Malice out of her consulting office, which was an amazing experience. And then um, in 2020, during the pandemic shift and the pandemic pivot, we call it, I started consulting again. And, um, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement with George Floyd. And I uh, was helping a lot of companies and brands and just individuals with their own pivots and working around diversity, equity and inclusion problems and issues. And that just built another arm of my career. And um, mm-hmm. then I started 
we're working with the CFDA uh, as a, cre- a consulting director on the CFDA Connects program, which is uh, something that's really awesome. And I skipped uh, one of the most awesome things that I've done, and that was working with NYC Jewelry Week, which is how I even got here. Oh, don't uh, worry. We wouldn't skip it. Yeah, and I, you know what's so crazy is it's such a part of everything that I do, do now that it's like it's yeah. just always been there. I feel like uh-huh. it's been around for years. It's just, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, and then there's Jewelry Week. Like, literally, when I talk to right. people, people will be like, oh, and don't you do something with Jewelry? I'm like, but oh, it yeah, was. I mean, <laughs> I think it what's so exceptional is you said, oh, mm-hmm. it's been around for years, but here we are was created by you such a short time ago, yeah. but in 2019, which I think is mm-hmm. very important to Tell mention. Tell people what yes. here we are is in case they don't know. Absolutely. You want me well, to yeah, you go ahead. I like I like when you talk about okay. it. <laughs> okay. So we'll let Elliot talk about it as well. But um, here we are is started out as a platform for visibility mm-hmm. uh, for underrepresented jewelers, whether it was because you're underrepresented because of your race, your age, your gender, your sexual preference. Yes. We just saw a need for more reflection of the culture of New York City in the jewelry industry mm-hmm. and that was people driven right who mm-hmm. are the people that live yes. here and yep. why is that jewelry not showing up and so it started out as a platform for visibility guided mm-hmm. by and created by mm-hmm. Elliot Carlyle in 2019 as what I think is so amazing as we've shifted now to 2022 we've really mm-hmm. been responsive to the needs of the community yes. like you said 2020 Black Lives Matter really came to the top of the list for here we are. We were responsive in that way by creating educational programs and building out here we are to be more than just visibility. Grants, awards, I mean, grants, exactly, yeah. Collaborations. And now, yeah, Yeah. in 2022, (laughs) such an amazing program that really connects with a lot of different jewelers, not just in New York anymore, but across the country, which is really incredible. We have Something like 60 jewelers. Yeah, it's it's really way. incredible. But I have to give you all credit because at the end of the day, it wouldn't have been what it was. It wouldn't have even been in existence if you and Bella didn't see a need and said and came to me and said, can you help us do this? And I, I really don't take that for granted. And it's been a great thing to do. I mean, thing, I got to meet yeah. Alon and I mean, oh, wow, like so many amazing people so and so many, many great yeah. experiences. And I'm just very grateful because speaking of what I do, everything that I do when I look at the beginning of my career and even before my career many people don't know anything about my music life or anything that I did in high school or middle school but I've always been this dude like everything that I do has always been about trying to build platforms for people or build my own platform that Mm -hmm. I can use it as a springboard or other people can use it rather as a Mm -hmm. springboard for what it is that they do to help amplify other people Um, that's just the only thing that I've ever desired to do is be that and yeah. and never in a way where I felt in it was in competition or would be in competition with my own goals. Um, everything that I'm able to help other people be successful in, I see that as success for myself. And yeah. so um, I'm very grateful to be able to do that even through Jewelry Week. So, I think yeah. anybody who knows you or even has a short five minute conversation with you knows that about you mm, sort of intrinsically. You. It yeah. comes through. And as my dad always said to me my whole life, when we all do well, we all do we well. We all do. We really so do. It's yeah. it's an important mindset to have, yeah. especially amongst small business owners. When we support one another, we we all benefit from that yeah. in equal parts. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, my dad taught me something when I was a kid. There's only been one time in my life, I swear, as I mean, I put this on my life, there's been one time in my life what I can ever recall being jealous of someone and I was a kid and I expressed that to my dad and my dad sat me down and gave me the most intense scolding about jealousy and he told me he said son listen 
what God has for you is for you. Nobody can take anything from you. If mm. they have it, it's because it was theirs. But what was for you will always be for you. And you have to remember that and never forget that in life. And honestly, I can never recall a time in my life I've ever experienced jealousy again from myself to mm -hmm. someone else. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm just not a jealous person. I I've really never been not. jealous. Not mm -mm. with legs like these. You know. Mm -mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I be? Excuse me. Yes. Have on. you seen? Oh. Look at the material. I love <laughs> okay. his confidence and his, his self-assurance. is just, I mean, gosh, it's so invigorating for I me. know. I well, I think that. that's a, I mean, that's a great lead in what you're saying about his self-confidence. Because mm -hmm. I think, uh, first, just real quick, we're so grateful to work with you. I know oh. you just said that and I didn't get a oh, response. Thanks. So, yes, I couldn't imagine doing this without you. Oh, like, thank But you. I think that whole idea of being true to yourself mm -hmm. is such an important part of your messaging. Mm -hmm. And that's what I always come back to you for is your messaging, right? Oh, but you. let's talk a little bit about why it's so important to be yourself and how you can find – I think, you know, for audience, it's always like how do we find success, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think for you, like, success can be so many – things which yeah, is, is so exciting yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't, I let's think, talk about it I guess you you know you have to have um, a definition of success for yourself I think that's a very good point to lead into um, for me I, I can't necessarily truthfully say I have always had a definition, but I've always been very sure about what I want out of something, you know, mm -hmm. or what I want my impact to be in something. Um, you know, and many times in my life it's been stabbing in the dark, you know, but I've been mm -hmm. very unafraid of trying something new. And I think because I've always been from from a child conscious of the fact that I'm different and there's something very different about me. Um, you know, in just a, a transparent moment, you know, I discovered when I was 17, well, I found out the truth when I was 24, but I discovered when I was 17 that I may be adopted. And mm. um, finding that out about myself spoke to so much about my life as a kid um, and the way that I felt. You know, I've always been one who is very friendly. I've always been one who who has a lot of people around me. I, you know, I'm, I'm an extrovert, so I, I love interacting with people. But when I look at my life internally, and as they say, when you come home and the four walls close in, I've always felt, um, I don't want to say alone, but I felt just in some way isolated. Um, mm -hmm. and, and what I mean by that is I've struggled personally to feel certain connections to certain places and spaces, not mm -hmm. necessarily people, mm -hmm. but places and spaces. And yeah. I did not really understand where that comes from until I found out I was adopted. I'm like, oh, this is why, yeah. because I have always known. I've always been very spiritual. I've always had some sort of, you know, sense. I could see things that other people didn't see, hear things that other people didn't hear. Uh, you know, now I understand that's just the gift of being a creative too. But mm -hmm. um, in that with my life, I've had this desire to make connection, you know, mm -hmm. and and that's just in everything. I mean, we can analyze that and break that down. But what I realize is there are so many other people who are out there in life that are just that are just like me, just yeah. like me. And whether it is they're creative and, you know, have something that they can do or have have an art that they can produce and they just don't know where it belongs, how to mm -hmm. get it there. Where are the people that connect to me? Where are the people that connect to my gift? And so I realized that I could 
really work with people to help them find their tribe, help them find their place and space, help them find their place of belonging. Because no matter who you are, there is a place and a space for you. You know, you're not in this world uh, uh, just totally, you know, walking outside of the lines and there's no place like home. There is a place like home for you. Yeah. And I think even through business, that's the thing that I love to empower people to do. Like, what's your idea? What's your product? What's your strategy? What is your gift? What's your service? And where does that belong? Mm-hmm. And how do we get it there? Yeah. yeah. Okay, the podcast's over. That was okay. perfect. That was great. Just can kidding. I go home? That's great. <laughs> no, you can't go <laughs> home. We're not done talking. <laughs> okay, but I loved what you said. I'm, I feel all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I love working with you as mm-hmm. well. Like, we can talk through things, but mm-hmm. you're so thoughtful in listening and really processing what people are saying mm-hmm. and responding in a way that's relevant to them. Yeah. But I loved what you said about you've never had fear to go into things. And that's not no. real for most people. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing that can be learned here is that you you can have, you know, trepidation, right, mm-hmm. of going somewhere or fear, whatever you want to call yes. it. But sometimes it's okay to just to be in that moment, you yeah. know, and yeah. accept that as, okay, but I still have to do this and mm-hmm. I still have to strive for this thing mm-hmm. for my business or for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. I'm not so lucky that I don't yeah. have that fear, but definitely working with you, mm-hmm. I feel this confidence sometimes of like, we can go into this space that I don't understand mm-hmm. and it's okay. You know, I had a dream the other night about an experience, and I think I've talked about about it before, but before I got into music when I was a kid, and my dad put me in City League basketball, and I... I was terrible. But anyway, I played a game. I will never forget this. And we were the, we were the Lakers. That was the name of our team. We were the, the, the not Lakers. Not to be confused with not the Lakers. Oh, yeah, not to be confused. Yeah, definitely yes. not to be confused. <laughs> no. And I made one goal the entire season. And it was for the other team. And because oh, nobody, no, no one is... ever told me that at halftime. Okay, maybe I didn't pay attention. But still, no one informed me that at halftime they switched sides. Of the oh, court. I'm pretty sure somebody told you that. Well, I, well <laughs> somebody must have said nobody something. told nobody me. Told I swear, you. nobody Wait, told all, me. All, I, this was all season. Yes. Okay. So I made I one goal you. this particular <laughs> game. But what I remember, and I had this dream about that night. What I remember is going down the court with no defense, <laughs> no opposition, no defense, no opposition. They were like your. giving us a goal and I got this goal and I was so proud you all I remember standing there jumping up and down like yes Yes. I did it and then turning around and looking at the disappointment in my team members face and my coach and their head down and my dad just sitting on the side tickled but looking at me (laughs) like what and so and that's when I realized oh shoot I didn't know and I I mean it was it was really really a moment it was a thing the other parents had stuff to say all this but but what was interesting is in my dream when I woke up I remembered but no matter what I was proud that I did it and you did it I did and you did do it I did do it granted with no opposition for very good reason for very good reason right but you did do it it. yeah yeah Yeah. and and that is something that even when I look back on it now it was very embarrassing but I'm still to this day proud of the fact that I did it (laughs) you know I think you found your calling I I think so too I I think so too life will do that won't it right what is for you is for you it will it will that is very very True. Rejection is just redirection. And no matter mm. how much you fight mm-hmm. it, sometimes you yeah. uh, circumstance is a way of sort of forcing you into yeah. into where you belong. You yeah. learn that about yourself. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And I mean, even with this career, you know, I, I don't have the traditional story that everyone else has, you know, being where I am. I, I didn't go to one of the Ivy League fashion schools. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit. I'm very proud of the fact that I went to the Art Institute and mm-hmm. I'm very proud of my education. My experience mm-hmm. there was amazing, you know, but being in New York is not Parsons or FIT or one of those. No, and forget that nonsense. I know. Darling, it? I went to Indiana University. Ooh, and I'm cornfields. Now, uh, corn. <laughs> I totally. wish there was a cornfield. Oh, there was There's nothing. There's no cornfields there. there uh, this it's was, corn country. It was, it was a campus and that's it. It was mm. a college campus and that's it. And oh. and you know what? I'm now in like one of the most competitive markets for photography and in the world. And you are a and, beast. And I am a beast. Yes, you are. And I wow. know it. And, and mm. So I don't give a damn about, yeah. I don't care if you went to Wharton Business School, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. None of that means anything at I the end of the it. day. I and love listen, it. You, I'm sure you have too in this town. Mm-hmm. We meet plenty of kids from Ivy League schools. Uh, Baby, uh, it ain't all uh, it cracks up to be. No, it ain't. <laughs> somebody, and that's not coming from a place of jealousy. No, no, no. So, but somebody needs to get a refund. Well, yes, yes. yes. And, 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 and I hope somebody who's listening is, is encouraged by that because I, I know so that too. you can be yeah. very intimidated. Applying for jobs in this industry, oh my gosh. Like it's you look hard. At, I mean, I, I myself... Internships. Is a, it, let alone a job. I'm intimidated by job applications. Mm. I mean, seriously, I look at job descriptions. I'm like, yeah, could I do this? I don't know if I can. I Even with my experience. But I have never applied for a job and been on an interview in this position. When I started working with CFDA, that was the first time I had ever been interviewed because I navigated this career based on relationships. Yep. I've gotten mm-hmm. personal phone calls. Will you do this? Just like you all reached out to me. We want to meet with you about this. We want to meet with you about that. Yeah. You know, and just navigating what's for me, what's not for me. I love referring people too. I don't try to take on everything that offered or every time somebody thinks, oh, well, we'd love to have you on this, but some things aren't for me. And just that's mm-hmm. a good, good thing to know. And mm-hmm. just having a good sense of self, knowing what's for you and what's not for you I and like, passing the baton. I like that you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. That's a very hard lesson for small business owners to learn mm-hmm. because there's always, I think, for most of us, part of our mentality is like every gig is your last. Yeah. And when you're when you're small and you're trying to build something, you kind of say yes to a lot of things mm-hmm. that you probably shouldn't say mm-hmm. yes to because mm-hmm. you want to book the gig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a hard lesson to learn. I've had to learn that the very hard way, mm-hmm. and I've had to learn that I've found greater success in just saying this isn't for me call yeah. somebody else and you know what Here's that is Alon it's not being money driven which is the, so crazy to say in this yeah. time but, but you know what yeah. but ultimately that's led me to making more money than it, I ever have in my life oh it does do you know what it I mean it so does. it's it's not a money driving motive but mm-hmm. it's one that ultimately is much more lucrative yeah. with time. it's rewarding it is rewarding mm-hmm. yeah that's it that's yeah. it right yeah. and I think that's such an important lesson for a lot of people in business especially jewelry when there's so many there's so much competition yeah, right yeah. like being true to yourself amplifying your own voice yeah, right yeah. and self-promotion which i love Ooh. your i mean that's such a like it's a hot topic word right now but and also sometimes can be a bad word but you have this approach i mean if you don't follow his instagram at elliot oh. carlisle you should because every day, it's like an empowering moment every day i'm like what's today's vibe i i was going to say on that note jb um mm-hmm. I'm going to be very transparent with you guys. Um, oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, bring it. Do you, oh, yes. You all probably wouldn't believe this, but in my career, um, Instagram, my Instagram has been one of the most intimidating things for me. Um, really? It's been, it's been something that I often 
um, question. Um, it's been something that when I, even when I've met with clients, um, I've been afraid that my Instagram would be an issue. Um, when I've had people reach out to me to work with them on projects, I, I literally asked that question. Uh, even when I uh, did my interview with CFDA, and it was for something else other than Connects at the time, but I asked them, is my Instagram a problem? Um, because I felt that this is just me because I've applied for jobs and, and I've gone the traditional route that other people mm -hmm. would to get opportunity in the industry, but I just, I've never been engaged that way. And I always felt, well, maybe my social media is an issue because, because of all the hardcore it, pornography you post. No, because <laughs> I mean, like what's on that <laughs> fashion porn, but, yes. not, no, but I, because I felt that, you know, I've worked with a lot of other speakers and other people who are personalities or entities. Yeah. And, and I felt, and sometimes I've worked with people who have made comments to me, about my Instagram where they have felt that, you know, my Instagram is bigger than theirs or my, you know, my social media presence has more, more engagement than theirs or a bigger punch. And it's not even about numbers, you know, but when it looks, when you look, really look at engagement mm -hmm. and the way that people, people respond, um, that's been something that oftentimes has been intimidating. And I've kind of felt that when people that's look at it. That's a real thing, yeah. by the way. I don't think people talk about it enough, but it's something that I've learned to really just be open about and I'll, I'll share. Mm -hmm. And I, I really am always humbled by the responses that I get, but I, I have honestly been questioned. I don't want to tell those stories, but I have been confronted. Name names, tell stories. I will not. I will Right now. But people have confronted me about my Instagram before. Really? So yeah, so it's been mm. something that um, you know, I, I do, but I'm often very cautious about it. Mm. I I have to say. Well, it doesn't look that way, but so, you know, I've because I never want to be that guy where it, you look like, well, Ellie is all about himself, but you guys honestly, if I didn't I never do never get that. Vibe yeah, I'm not, but people ever. people think that, oh, you know, oh, I see you posting this on your Instagram and you're doing this with your Instagram. <laughs> and I'm like, but oh. at the end of the day, it's part of it's been part of my survival. Like, I mm -hmm. honestly would there's a time in my life I don't think if I didn't have the social media presence I have I wouldn't have been able to make any money because I wasn't getting opportunities and most of my business has come right. from social media mm -hmm. and, and I'm like I tried again I tried the traditional route to go you know get the corporate job and you know you get the promotion and refer it here and you go there and there and there but it just didn't happen for me that way so yeah. I've had to build my own and yeah. it's, that's not the route for everyone yeah. and I think too people forget I mean, I honestly feel like it goes back to jealousy, mm. but I think people forget that Instagram's a tool and you it, should yes. use it yes. this yeah. way. Yeah. That's the yeah. whole point, especially yeah. if you've got a business, if you've got a product you're selling, mm -hmm. a service you're selling, that's mm -hmm. that's how we utilize yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. what do you expect me to do? Yeah. And I, I think to your point, which I adore and I, I often reference your Instagram when oh, I talk to you. other jewelers, mm -hmm. not that you're a jeweler, but... Mm -hmm. It's that you have a clear message, right? Mm. And it is authentically you. Thank and you. that cuts through Thank you. to people. And I Thank think you. that's what's so wonderful about it. And it's cohesive. It. It's cohesive. It's yeah. cohesive. It feels like it's all coming. It's like you've got mm -hmm. a brand. You know, it's good branding. Oh, it's a good you. brand in that it's recognizable. It's cohesive. You've got clear cut messaging. It that all feels earnest. Mm -hmm. That sort of thing, which Thank is like you. what we're all supposed to be doing anyway. Yeah. Right. I just, you know, if I'm going to do something, then I, I want to, I always look to see how can I do it and just be me. You know, just, just I, be me. I'm shocked by you saying that people would assume something like that about you because I have met very few people mm. other than, you know, JB, yourself, and some of our friends who've been on the podcast before and people we work with who are sort of as 
giving of their time, their connections, their resources. You've roped me into CFDA talks and you, yeah. you didn't have to do that. Oh, you just pulled me do. out of the blue and you were like, yeah, do this CFDA talk. And I said, but I can't help. Yes. I can't do it any other way. I think that's the thing people don't understand about me. I, the most dangerous thing you can do with me is to let me know what your gift is or what you're good at. And especially mm-hmm. if that's connected to a passion, because mm-hmm. I am going to amplify that. I mean, I'm everybody's oh, if, publicist. If you knew my true gift, <laughs> that would be dangerous. Oh. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> that would well, be dangerous. Well, some are public gifts, some are private <laughs> gifts. <laughs> Again, place and space. But yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. And this is like, I think what's been kind of a thread since you've joined this conversation mm. is community is so essential Mm -hmm. to what you're doing and Mm -hmm. how you even build up your own career. Yes. But it's what I've had to do with my life. Again, I felt like I didn't belong anywhere. I felt like I didn't belong to anything. I mean, and if my family listens to this, oh, I love you guys. I love my family. (laughs) I really do. And But I, you know, this is a conversation I haven't even had with them. Many Mm -hmm. of them don't even know that I'm aware that I was adopted. They they still think that I don't know. Mm -hmm. This is honestly one of the most transparent conversations about myself. Do you want to talk more about it? Because I know there's some development. Yeah, well, I'm just now. I started the process last month of searching for my birth family. Oh my god! So it's um, it's tough. It's That's tough. And it's very emotional. Um, but I'm learning so much about myself in this process. I'm sure you I'm must learning be. so. I mean, some scary stuff, you guys. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm also able to pinpoint some of my whys. Like, why am I this way? Why do I mm. do this? Oh, this comes from this. And some of them are, are triggers. I won't say necessarily traumas, but I mean, you know, we all have our dark sides of our life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I definitely have mine. But I'm learning to you know look at my skeletons in my closet and I'm just like, hmm, OK, they're there. But I get why they're there. And. Mm-hmm. They're just going to be there and I just have to be okay with them. And I can just, as I go through my life, I can lessen the number now yeah. that I know a lot more of my whys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, one of the things I know that's really important to you is your belief in God and your spirituality. Mm. And I want to touch on this because I think oftentimes Ooh. this isn't a part of the conversation when it comes to business. Yeah. Mm. But I think from a personal point of view and a business that's very, where we're very visible to mm-hmm. other people, mm-hmm. having something that your core mm-hmm. is hugely important to your survival. Yeah, yeah. All my life, I realized I've always just been a spiritual person and connected to my divinity. So in understanding that as I as I grew up, um, understanding that I had something that I could say I had a way of ministering to people just just in my being. And so then, you know, by the time I was 14, I was doing speaking engagements. By the time I was 18, I was ordained and I'm like thrust into this whole world, you know, just by. And it was it was never anything that I personally said, oh, I want to do this. I want to pursue this. Mm -hmm. They were just things that people were like, oh, we noticed this with you. You should do this. Or, you know, my pastor, we noticed this with you. You should do that. And I'm like, oh, I, I guess I can. So even with all of that, you know, it was just, well, I would do this regardless, but according to this system, then you go through it this way. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, at at some point I realized "Mm, there's more to it than this too. And Mm -hmm. so I don't want to be a part of this system anymore. So, you know, I did leave, leave that, um, that ministry and, and I joined another one that I felt was a little bit more evolved in terms of, you know, where I was at the time. And I'm still covered by that, that ministry today. Um, but I, it's just interesting that, that, that you say that because I really do understand that we all have have spirituality we are spirit beings and so i just want people to understand theirs and that's really what my mm-hmm. definition of spirituality is helping people to find and tap into the god that's in them and how yeah. is it that you apply that to business 
Or how do you at least advise people to apply that to their businesses? Well, because people are already listening to it and they're Mm. connected to it. I think it's just helping people to understand it outside of what they're trying to channel it through outside of programming. Because Mm -hmm. most people, they have it and they're doing it. You know, even you, the way that you approach photography is very spiritual. What Mm. you do, the way that you're able to see in another dimension, that's spiritual. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, people don't. People just don't look at it like that. But I'm like, I want you just to understand that what you do, that God is talking to you. Like, this is your God-given gift. This is your God-given ability. And no, it's not necessarily God in terms of the way that it's been presented, you know, if you're a Baptist or a Pentecostal or a Methodist or whatever. But, yeah, you still are connected to God and, and he's speaking through you and you can allow that to, you can, enha- you can um, enhance and hone in on that relationship and it will lead you to greater success. Just mm-hmm. listen to the voice within. I don't have anything to give people a lot. I really mm-hmm. don't. What my gift is, is helping you tap into what's already in you and then amplifying that because you mm-hmm. don't need anything from me. You were born with the fullness of everything that you would need to be. Just think about that. That's a sermon. It's a mic drop. That's a mic drop sermon right there. No, that's a beautiful sentiment. Mm -hmm. I think that that is true for a lot of people, but they struggle to sort of hone in on Mm -hmm. what the talents are, what the vision ought to be, and all of those things. Mm -hmm. I I think that it's a life has a way of um, with more information Mm -hmm. uh, sort of clouding your vision. Yeah, Yeah. And I think that if more people took the time to set aside to just be idle and Mm -hmm. to think to themselves Mm -hmm. about what is it that I'm really trying to accomplish here? What is it that I really want from this? What is it that I want to put out into the world? You're going to find and garner much greater success. And it also helps you to find, and you've said this before in previous podcasts, JB, so helps you find your people and your community when you approach things that way. Exactly, exactly. And and because people connect to people regardless. Like you, at the end of the day, I tell people, you, we are so oversold to, and everybody gets on Instagram, even other other people who are in the motivational speaking yes, space yes. or coaching space, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, buy this program, sign up for this workshop, sign up for this class, sign up for this Zoom. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like, can't we just, just inspire us. Just say something that mm-hmm. will change, you know, enlighten our day, you know, it yes. will change my mood. Like, don't sell me everything. Like, and yeah. I think that that's one of the things that you have to just be careful. And, you know, even I think, well, speaking of, we didn't talk about my book. I said, I didn't want to talk about it, but that's one of the <laughs> people I really plug want. It, plug <laughs> it. Yeah, now I'm going to talk about it, but plug my it. book... <laughs> People often ask me, why do I not talk about, you know, the influence workbook on Instagram? I never posted or anything because I'm like, people are always selling things to people. And Mm -hmm. I just I don't want to be that dude. The book is there. Look, if you look at my website, you'll come across it. If you hear me speak, usually I'll reference it. And so it kind of sells itself. But people are like, oh, you can sell so much more if you can. I I understand that. But I don't want to sell to people. I just don't. I want to be a resource. We're going to sell it. We're going to link it below (laughs) in the podcast (laughs) description. Thank you. Thank you. You have to remember and I say this because I've had clients who say mm-hmm. this to me all the time when I'm sort of like pushing my services and whatever mm-hmm. I'm doing. Uh, they'll say to me, you can't be shy about that sort of thing because you're actually helping me. Wow. And so and I think of it in those terms, whenever we're producing anything, it mm-hmm. comes from an earnest place and mm-hmm. it is meant to genuinely help somebody's business and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. put it out there because people yeah. – people, want it as a resource for help, to help I, I them. I receive that. You know I what I mean? That. It's not a it's not a completely, you know, everything in this life is to some degree a slightly selfish venture. Yeah. Of course, it has to be that way, but it's not entirely selfish for you to say, listen, I've got this book, this might help you because it 
will probably help quite That's a few people. That's actually good. I yeah. can just say that. This might help. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah. And it does. I come across people and I'm like, oh, you you should, you should, my book would help you with that. And it's mm. it's really, mm-hmm. it's simple. It is an actual workbook. I know some people gotten it and they're like, oh, I thought it was a book. No, it's an actual workbook. You write in it, you interact with it, um, and it, it becomes like a dream journal and a goal guide. And it's basically something that exists for you to build your own system of success. Because mm-hmm. we, you know, by the time people who have gotten to my book, I feel like are driven there, they've tried all these other mm-hmm. things, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. tried all these other, you know, three steps to this, seven steps to this, three months of this, 21 days of this. And it's like, OK, <laughs> right. I'm still in the same place. Right. So yeah. the book helps you go within. And that's the thing. Like, as long as you go within, you'll never be without. I believe that. And if that doesn't help, yeah. plastic surgery is a great <laughs> <laughs> I've learned recently that plastic surgery is a great alternative. Okay. <laughs> Again, we'll share that picture. So the book, <laughs> the book just for the listeners, is called The Influence Workbook, Trajectify Your Life. Yeah. And let's... Which is a word I made up, but... I know. <laughs> yeah, well, I... No, I know. Yes. But I like it. I like it. I, I use it now since uh-huh. I met you and discovered this, but... We're as we're we have a couple more things to go okay. to ask you, ooh, just simple things. But ooh, I wanted to ooh. do ooh, oh yeah. I said it. There it is. <laughs> it. And I said it to myself when you said the name, <laughs> yes. I intentionally said I'm not gonna say it this you whole interview. <laughs> and it goes, <laughs> you can't help me. It's so good. You gotta say it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get a tattoo. <laughs> I don't have are. a tattoo. I'm scared. You don't? No tattoo, no piercing. I have so many. You're coming with me next time. I'm Ooh, getting no one. Piercings. And we're getting you one. Oh, yes. I'm scared. Oh, you're coming with me. <laughs> I, I want to get you're my You're coming ears, with me. I'm nervous. Yes. Ugh. We're doing it. We're doing it. Well, wait. Well, well, okay. We have to. Well, I, what am I going to get? Oh, we. Oh. <laughs> Yes, that's it. Well, where's it going to go? <laughs> well, we can talk. <laughs> I know a few places. <laughs> but Uwe has to go in a very strategic place. Oh, that's oh, I know. Okay. Oh, I know. <laughs> that, oh, that's a God. great next podcast. <laughs> yes. Right? So, Trajectify Your Life, yes. though, all of the things we've been talking about mm-hmm. kind of have led us to this mm-hmm. phrase. What does this mean, though? It means putting things in place, whether it's one thing. I can mm-hmm. say things. But what is the one thing that you can put in place that's going to get you to that next step? Because I do believe that our life course is set by decisions, you know. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that one thing connects to the other thing. When I look at my own story, you know, people ask, how did I get here? And I'm like, oh, well, let me tell you my story. So, I mm-hmm. started here and then I have to tell people all mm-hmm. of the different mm-hmm. navigating points that connected to this place but honestly my best friend said something she visited here in New York in 2018 her name is Gayla and uh, she listened to a podcast interview I had I did in um, the office and she sat in and when it was over she said Elliot you were building your brand before you were building your brand and that has never left me because mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I was building yeah. what I was building mm-hmm. but I really was building the whole time so and that's all I want people to know like you really are building even when you think you're not building what you think doesn't connect to this oh baby it connects like it really yeah, yeah. does you you mm-hmm. you won't know it until you get there but when you get to the place called there you'll look back and you'll be able to connect the dots that's chapter four in my book <laughs> All right. Get the book, Get guys. The book. I think maybe a better title for this will be Oh Baby, It's There. Oh Baby, That was Ooh, well oh, delivered. Baby, yeah. that, Ooh, I baby. think maybe. That should be the title. I think you just oh, changed baby, it. Oh Baby, It's There. It's there. It is. It. Yeah. it is. That's because people title. feel yeah. like what they're doing, they're stabbing in the dark. Nothing's connecting. Nothing's making sense. It all is. It mm. all is. The good, the bad, and the ugly, and the indifferent. It will all make sense when you get there. So yeah. just embrace it. You know, that's, it, that's something I'm having 
nothing to do with, you know, like I said, speaking about my adoption, that was something in my mm -hmm. life that I didn't talk about um, for a number of reasons. But um, now that I'm talking about it, I'm realizing how it connects to so much mm -hmm. of me that mm -hmm. I've, I've just missed out on or, or left out because I didn't want to connect that. But I'm yeah. connecting it. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for you Thank in you. this moment. Thank Absolutely. you. And Absolutely. excited for what comes of that. Thank so you. So you influence so many people. You've written a book called The Influence uh, Workbook. Yes. But is there anyone who influences you? I, I've never thought of this before because I'm always like, oh, Elliot, he's like such a – you know, an influencer, but in the best way, not in the you not know overused that, yeah. way that we talk He's about. Not selling dietary teas. On yeah. No, no, yeah. oh no, because yeah. I'll That's disappear if I get so, on that. Right. So I'm like, who's greater than Elliot? Oh Who my do you gosh. look up you to? Know what's, what? what's... There are people that know that people don't know. They're they're uh, like my best friend Gayla. She's been mm -hmm. one of the greatest inspirations in my life. You know, my mom and dad. Honestly, you know, we we mm -hmm. have our challenges, but you know, my dad, my dad's advice and voice in my life has been everything like I can pinpoint so many things that I didn't understand you know then it's like my parents are crazy I don't know what they're talking about but I as I yeah. live every day I run into things so them uh, my best friend Gayla I'm having another friend his name is uh, Tony Tony Hart Anthony Hart and he's somebody that's been an inspiration to me he's a pilot actually um, he went to the aeronautical school he lives in Dallas Texas but we we went to the same church but Anthony is someone who I've watched in his life literally this guy will tell you I want to do this or I'm working on this and everything and he, he talks to you about you give it some time he does it or he has it that. if he talks about a car he wants he's gonna get it if he mm -hmm. talks about a job he wants he's gonna get it if he talks about a certification that i mean i've literally watched this boy from the time i think we met when he was like 13 or 14 mm -hmm. i don't even know if he was that old and i've watched him do this this in his entire life and he's such an inspiration to me in that way and all of my mentees i have the greatest group of mentees i mean i you, you all know kairu i'm very yes. I, mm -hmm. he's inspiring to me um and these other two, Jimmy and Xavier, um, they are so inspiring to me. My mentee, Chris. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, Michelle. Um, oh, Melissa. Like, I just I have a circle of people who are just real people, but I'm inspired by their passion and drive for life and just to create, you know, yes. even those who there's some of the, you know, the ones who I just named, they're young, 21, 22 years old. But oh, my gosh, if I had I always go back and look and say, if I had your drive at your age, what mm. I would be doing now. Oh, my gosh. But I'm like, I'm grateful for my journey because yeah, I can yeah. pour into you but their 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 boldness and just willing to just embrace everything that comes or just put themselves out there you know it, it's it's awesome you know and it's as mm -hmm. as bold as I've been I've had a lot of anxieties and fears that has kept me a little bit reserved and and I didn't have the the fierceness that they have in approaching things but I still did it but I just love their fierceness and they, and they're just always reminders to me of why I do what I do too um you yeah. know and and Gayla anybody that hears me I talk about Gayla because at the time when I was venturing into fashion or trying to figure this out I didn't have any voices of support in that mm -hmm. nobody really understood why I was doing what I was doing most people were very critical actually because I, they had known me doing music all my life mm -hmm. and so it was you know the response was what are you going to do in fashion well I honestly don't know but I'm going to figure this out yeah. mm -hmm. and I would go over her house and be days I mean days spending hours you know writing press releases I would literally work from her house because it was just this safe space because even though she didn't know what I was doing or, or anything she was just like you know do your thing and she always says to this day i'm just happy that you're doing what it is that you are happy about before we close it mm -hmm. out because we just have a few minutes can you plug a couple of things that you want to plug um, i'll plug here we are check us out at nyc every yes. week but also talk about you know how can people learn about cfda connects and also yeah. your own consulting yes 
Well, thank you. My consulting is easy. You just go to my website, www.elliotcarlisle.net, and you can hit the Work With Me tab, and it will give you the options. And you can actually fill out a form there to request a free 20-minute, 20 minutes only, uh, consultation with me. Uh, And I have to say that for me, not for them, because y'all know I will. Yeah, so 20 minutes for my own programming. But you can request that, and and, you know, speaking, anything like that, you can reach out to me there, and, and I can respond to you, and we will see what we can connect on. But um, as far as CFDA Connects, it is a program that exists to uh, provide uh, business support, access, um, you know, also education and development for regional fashion organizations that exist across America. And that's something that was near and dear to my heart, of course, coming from an area where there was no fashion market. I myself have always navigated underserved and underrepresented uh, uh, arenas. And so mm-hmm. I'm just very passionate about giving back in that way. And so this program exists as that. And we we have 12 markets that we work with now across America. And I'm really, really excited about all that they're doing. And to have this opportunity to lead this program uh, with CFDA is amazing. I'll tell you what's funny. Uh, my first job in fashion, I, I actually was a production captain for Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. The year amazing. that Fashion Week was at Lincoln Center, started as a volunteer, then was hired. But my first check in fashion came from the CFDA. They wow. they are they That's were amazing. the ones that paid the volunteers and yeah. the staff at that time. And so it's like a full circle moment to <laughs> Now uh, be getting another check from CFDA That's after all of these years. That's yeah, amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank really, you. W- what an extraordinary career you've had at a relatively very young age. Yeah. And uh, you've had an incredibly accomplished career. Thank and you. we're so... I, I think I can speak for JB when I say that we feel very lucky to know you and to have you in our orbit that is and to have you on our team. Yes. And mm-hmm. I, anytime I have the opportunity to talk with you, you. and you know this about mm-hmm. me, I always say to people, I'm not spiritual at all. Oh, but anytime I have the opportunity are. to talk to you, I feel uplifted, mm-hmm. renewed. Likewise. And I'm ready to go. Likewise. To go. I know. Every I time. feel really good yeah. after this. Yeah. I'm like, what's it's next? Really, it's invigorating every time. <laughs> oh, yeah. You should. Thank you. But it that's is. the power of exchange. I always say that there's there always is exchange and purpose. Mm-hmm. Always. And when there's no exchange, you know, maybe there's just no purpose. <laughs> maybe, well, but, <laughs> correct. Such yeah, a good yeah. point. I, yeah. I need to listen back to this so I can write everything down. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And Amazing. all of you at home, listen to it over and over and over again. <laughs> oh. Just get us those downloads. And thank you for making the time. You know, I as a voice, I always say you have to listen twice as much as you speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I am never, never, never not humbled when people um, say, oh, I listen to you on this podcast mm-hmm. or I listen to this. Because time is the only thing you can't get back. Y'all know I used to say that on Here oh, We Are yeah. Conversations. Yes. You can't get that back. And when people take the time to listen, you know, yes. you want to leave them with something valuable and impactful. And there's no way to listen to you guys and and not walk away so I'm excited to listen not walk away feeling empowered so yeah, I'm excited yeah. to listen to all of them and on that <laughs> note <laughs> okay. on that note thanks for joining us in thank Rough you Cut, thank guys. you thank you thanks so <laughs> thank much you, Elliot yes. thank you love so much love you we adore you I love you, you both you. thank yeah. you find out more about this episode and Elliot on nycjewelryweek.com we have a podcast page there where you can learn everything about ha- what happens here and visit Elliot at elliotcarlisle.net Alon at alonsimich.com and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Yay. Bye-bye. Yay. <laughs>
Thank you so much, Ellie. Ellie. Oh, it's yeah. called Rough Cut. I told somebody. Oh my God, he didn't even know. <laughs> no, yeah, I no, I you told somebody I was going to. I show. did. I didn't. I told my friend that I was going to be on a podcast called The Raw Cut. I'm, I'm done. I'm leaving. <laughs> I thought it was raw. Okay. So it's rough, not raw. But either way. <laughs> Okay, I mean, still was an R and a few. Little, I mean, okay. it kind of is the same thing. Name. Rough and raw. Well, what about rough and raw? Oh, no, that could be no, the name no, of this no, episode. No, no, no. No. Don't Google that. Oh, never mind. Oh, okay, yeah. never mind. Don't Google. Don't Google that. <laughs> I'm or, cutting or you both do off. Google that, but not at work. Okay, right. <laughs> NSFW. Yeah, NSFW. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Oh, and mom Lord. never asked me what that means. <laughs>